this is Overshare. This is the podcast where I overshare and Jeffrey plays video games. Say hello, Jeffrey. Hi, guys. There he is. And today, in lieu of me being not a very interesting person, I have invited an interesting person onto my podcast. See, compensation is important sometimes. So, my interesting person I have on my podcast today is Shafin. Mr. Shafin. Hi. Hi. It's wonderful to meet you. I think there was a mix-up because you, you said interesting, right? <laughs> oh, stop with your self-deprecating. Supposed to, I lied on that resume. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it. I really need to people have people screen those resumes that everybody's sending me to be on the podcast. Those piles of resumes. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's Jeff's fault. You're supposed to screen Jeff. and do pre production. That's on me. We always got to blame Jeff. Jeff's, that's what Jeff's here for, if for nothing else than to be blamed for things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is the goat, after all. That's right. <laughs> Scapegoat? No? Nobody? Nobody? Nope. nope. Okay. <laughs> we get it. We got it. We got there. We got there. It took us a second. It's quarantine. <laughs> We're going crazy. We're going crazy. But, you know, so Mr. Chafin is an, an actor, yeah. an artiste, a builder, a photographer, a creator, a writer, a man of many trades. Um, I don't, yeah. I didn't even touch on all of them. That's just like the things that pop immediately to mind that, uh, mm -hmm. are the many things, some of the many things that Chafin does. I met him. I had the joy of meeting him the way that I meet many interesting people, which is through theater. Oh, theater. <laughs> and you know, you're a true theater artist by saying it like that. That's right. You but can't mocking your own profession. That's exactly it. You cannot say theater yeah. normally. <laughs> if no, you're, yes, if, it's theater. We're in the theater, see? Theater. Theater. It's very dramatic. You see? This is why I fit in so well in the theater world. There's some personalities out there. There's some dramatic people. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you're you're not short on personality. Um, you're a professional personality, basically. That's true. That's true. And mm -hmm. I like meeting other professional personalities such as yourself. That's, theater is like a ripe ground for that kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, there's, we're not sh having a shortage of personalities there. <laughs> no. And in fact, one might argue there might be too much. <laughs> no. Sometimes. No. Sometimes I think that there's like too much for one room and then there's, you know, <laughs> drama and, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah this, will, this will be my audition piece. I'm, I'm no longer doing a demo reel, um, nothing like that. I'm just sending them a link to your podcast. Thank you. You know, I think mm -hmm. it's going to be the best reflection of your true raw talent <laughs> of yeah, the well, many, of the many, many things you've done with your life. This must yeah. be the peak. It has to be the yeah. peak, the pinnacle. As an actor, I want to show a scripted version of myself. I want to show how much writers are needed in my world <laughs> by <laughs> on my own accord. This is, this is great. This is great. I'm sure I'm going to get lots of work now. It's okay. Fantastic. I'm in the same boat with you, friend. I understand. I, I'm a designer who's trying to perform and scaring everyone while doing it. So it's okay. That's Let's... weird. I'm an act, a performer who's trying to paint. That's true. That is very yeah. true. That is something yeah. that we mutually enjoy is the painting, Shafin and I. We do. Yeah. I love painting. That's how we bonded is over painting. We did. We really did. Shafin actually is one of the only... He's the, actually the only actor I can think of. Like I've had students and people like that approach me and want to want to work with me um, on painting stuff and on scenery. But Chafin's the only actor I know who was ever just like, hey, if you would like help, 
I would love to come and help you and learn more about painting because I enjoy it and I'm kind of adept at it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really fun always having you along on all of my paint paint calls because the great thing about Chafin is not only is their work getting done and the two of us are, you know, busting out some stuff on a deadline, but then we're always being ridiculous while doing it. Being ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yes. I think we made a whole a whole day we were inventing our own musicals. Yes. I remember that. That was a thing that we did. We the also wheels on the bus. Yes, I was about to say the wheels on the bus. What was that? The wheels on what the was bus. The bus it was the bus was for all shook up at Theaterworks. There's a plug that's a lovely theater. Beautiful people, lovely theater, theater works. And we were doing All Shook okay. Up, the musical there, and we were painting the bus. Um, yeah, the Greyhound. Yeah, it was a Greyhound bus. But we uh, were painting this giant bus for this gag, this scene that's in the show. And and we just, of course, had to sing Wheels on the Bus. But then it turned into a kind of a weird... Didn't the bus driver take on different nationalities or something? It turned into like a mad German bus driver, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, we there's like, a mad the German bus. On the bus go round and round. We decided that the wheels on the bus. Sit down, be... <laughs> sit down on the bus, you nasty children. I will. I don't know. I can't. This was like two years ago. Two years ago, I can't even remember. It was something like. It that. was two years ago. It was two summers ago. Yeah, and mind you, by the way, when we do things like that, we are surrounded by people. So. This is not just Shaven and I like in a in the studio painting just us. This is like on a stage where people are trying to like yeah. do their work, like install lights and program sound cues. Yeah. And we're the like, sound. the wheels on the bus go round and round. Yeah, they're like, yeah. And I don't, did we, how did I ask you about that? Because I want to say you just you. like Facebook messaged me. I think it was just something like that. I think you legitimately just Facebook me messaged me and was like, hey, uh, I really like to paint and I think I'm kind of good at it. And if you wanted to ever have me along, I'd love to learn more about it. I, it was pretty direct like that. I mean, you chatted with me. You were like, how are you? But then you're like, I just wanted you to know that if you ever need me along, you know, I'd be happy to come and help. And I was like, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I had no idea how it all was initiated. I couldn't remember. Yeah, well, because I knew you worked on a few than prior, but I like we didn't know each other then, um, because obviously our schedules didn't match up because you're working while we're in the rehearsal room and all that kind of crap. So like, yeah, it's different. It's hard to unless you attend some of the social events with actors. It's hard to have much like social contact with them when when you're the designer because your parts are physically very separate from each other. You're literally like sitting in the house while they're on stage yeah. and backstage together and stuff like that. So unless you find other times to get to know actors, uh, you might not have very many opportunities to just have a, a conversation like about painting, for instance. So I was really happy that you reached yeah. out like that. And then it turned out, of course, that we ended up getting along really well and becoming friends. So that was a that was the added bonus to <laughs> painting together was, was that we actually cool. enjoy each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always Two key. characters. Like, yeah. Always key in this business to actually enjoy each other. Lord knows we're not in it for the money. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> right? But you got to have some other skill sets. And I, I have talked to, it's interesting because I've used you as an example when I talk to my students sometimes who are like actor, director focused, but they seem interested in learning other skill sets. And I'll say, well, I have a good friend who's an actor and he came to me and wanted to learn some more stuff for exactly the reason that you're talking to me about. So the earlier you can get on that and have something else to, to fall back on, then the better. And you never know. I mean, painting and stuff that translates into murals and things. I mean, that's what you and I were doing 
God, last summer, that was just last summer, you and I were painting on the the spaceship project that I'm still currently working on for um, for that home movie theater. Um, God, did we have fun last summer working on that. That was a good project. Yeah, so much, a lot of fun. I mean, last summer, it was exactly a year ago. Like, I'm looking at my schedule now from last year, and on the 15th of July, we were scheduled from 9.30 to 6 o'clock. Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I would have been there the 15th, 16th, and the 19th of that of this coming particular week. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I get I get memory I get those memories on social media right now about all the stuff we were posting because we'd post to our stories and stuff every day all of us and I'm always like oh my god yeah. I remember so much fun it was like it was like a last I felt like for some reason like we went back to summer when we were kids or something like teenagers <laughs> or college or you know we were all so ridiculous and we'd go out we'd work all day our butt off on that project and then we'd go home and we would just party together <laughs> we'd go yeah. back. Yeah. So my me, Jeff and I's place, and we would just party together, and then we go back, and we'd work again all day the next day. <laughs> it was, it was like a, a an imposed like it was like a camp, yes. you know. It was like we go and work during the day, you know, whittle our sticks and build a hut in the woods, and then go <laughs> back to the, you know, and then tell ghost stories all night, and then stay up too late and wake up too drunk, and like. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we didn't really do that. We were actually really responsible adults for that. Like, even though we spoke like children and had like, you know, stupid stories about oh, you, yeah. who, who with who, it was soap <laughs> opera all the time. It, it was, was either that rapping Eminem. Yes, yes. But it, that's that's your hidden M&M. talent. <laughs> I really talent, want my rapping. <laughs> you need to be like Eminem karaoke and have like hundreds of people there because you drop the floor with them. It's just, it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes, it is. Yeah. A, those, those who have known me for a long time know that that's a, that's a talent that goes back to high school. Tiana's ability to like memorize every single word of Eminem, Eminem songs specifically, especially, and just know, yeah. know how to rap them perfectly. So. It's good. It's good painting music. I was about to you... say, I was about to say it's yeah. very motivating when you're painting. Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, sitting there and just like it keeps it going. You know, the beat just keeps you I going. I love to rap when I paint. Yeah, I love to listen to rap when I paint. There's something really like. Um, plus, there's an ego boost factor to rap. You know, the whole the whole culture around it is very like um, like I'm a badass kind of a kind of a tenor, right? And so right. that having that in your ear and having that beat that's always like such a motivating driving factor. Um, it's one of my favorite types of music to listen to when I paint, for sure. Yeah. And then, yes, I yeah. want to rap along with it sometimes while doing that. No, that's awesome. Like, it's just amazing. Like, I, I really encourage people to look at that work that you do. It's not like a theater show where you, people are going to come in and see that kind of work. Like, they have to either know him personally, which he's amazing. Yeah, Rick is a cool guy. And to give some context, too, for this project um, is pretty neat because it's he's a huge Transformers fan. And he's actually purchased a bunch of, like, props and things like that at auction um, from the movies and like really authentic full scale figures of the transformers made out of car parts that he got from Taiwan and stuff like that. And, yeah. uh, he wants a really cool place to like house these things basically. And so the mo- home movie theater is going to be this themed interior of a spaceship environment where he can showcase all of these really cool things and showcase his love for transformers and have just kind of like a cool imaginative, imaginative space for him and his family to watch shows and stuff. And we were, uh, 
I mean, it's just to be able to paint those walls, completely two-dimensional walls, looking like fans and rivets and, and control panels and a window out into space for galaxies and a window onto the surface of another planet that has, like, what's the name of the Transformers planet? Like, Voltron? Oh, Cybertron. No. Cybertron. Cy Oh God! Take us back to last year, where we're painting a spaceship. Oh my gosh! Please, yeah. Oh, those were the simple yeah. days. Those were the simple it, days. It really went downhill after the spaceship. Yeah. Well, for me, you're still working on the spaceship, but like. Yeah. Well, eight million things have gotten in the way of me finishing it. <laughs> um, yeah. Like. You understand. A global pandemic. Yeah, yeah. We all understand. Yeah. Well, I'm I can no longer work on it anymore. So, yeah, I lost. I lost. Of, I lost Shafin. I lost Shafin's help as yeah. you know on my team. Um, really? Yeah. It's rough. because I hated my boss. She was she was horrible to work for. She was a, a real bitch. Yeah, it's me. I, I drove um, him away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wanted me to wash my paintbrushes. I mean, come on, people. <laughs> own brushes. Does she know that I'm an actor, and I'm supposed to wash my own brushes? I thought that's what Brittany was for. It's tough. It's a tough environment. Oh, Brittany. Brittany has far too much talent to be washing your brushes, you peasant. Yes, I know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it because I'm going to... I can't. Don't get emotional. Don't get emotional. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm not emotional. I just... I will, I will blush. Thankfully, this is a podcast. <laughs> that's, what it, that's the emotional part I was talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We know how you feel. Like, like, you get a little emo like, about Brittany. He gets a little emo about Brittany. That's not... Little emo, fine. She understands. I understand. It's 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 an understood thing. It's no secret. It's not unspoken. It has been spoken a few times. It's been spoken of. It's, it's <laughs> common knowledge. It's fairly common knowledge. Oh <laughs> well, shit! Well, at least to the painter circle. That's true. In All the painters know. We act like everyone yeah. knows, and it's really like five people. <laughs> it's four. You were generous. I was gonna say four. <laughs> I know. I counted myself. <laughs> yeah, twice. Count yourself twice. It, it's me, you, Christy, and Brittany. That's, that's, it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's, that, oh, no, that's Jeff. All. How can you forget Jeff? Yeah, me too. Oh, Jeff knows. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jeff. We forgot about you again. Oh, whatever. The third time. He's really wrapped up in that video game right now. What can I say? Oh, yeah. He's, um, he's obsessed. What is it called? Talk to twerking? Ticking? Tick tock. Elite Dangerous is the name of his game. Elite Dangerous. Yes, Elite Dangerous. He's hurtling through outer space in a spaceship. It's very, very oh, thrilling. Very. Right? It's appropriate. It's appropriate. Yeah. So. Yep. He's still. He's. It's been yeah. a, it's been a crazy year, and you know, Shafin and I had our own shit dealt to us that kind of made it a crazy year. That's why I, I you know, lost Shafin's help. It was unfortunate, but he is the kind of guy who puts his family first. And his family needed him, so he uh, he needed to go be with them and help take care of some people who needed help. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm so I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I came out here for for three reasons, basically. Three people with our family. Um, you know, my grandmother is ninety, and she has dementia, and that's very very hard. Um, Thankfully, uh, uh, there's a YouTube channel for dementia. Her name is Dr. Natalie. And Dr. Natalie is like this uh, dementia guru. I mean, she cool. talks about how to talk to someone with dementia, how to behave, what to do, what not to say, wow. um, what to expect, 
what are the stages of she she's a an expert in dementia um and she has lots of followers she's amazing dr natalie um who has helped me a lot in dealing with my grandmother who has basically targeted me as the object of her pain and suffering and dementia and you know so which I read it's is, hard to, it's common for yeah. caretakers, right? Caretakers often are kind of the brunt of the person who's sick, like worst moods and outbursts and things like that. Because uh, they're kind of the person yeah. in proximity who's there. And there's a safety, probably a built-in safety that we all treat our own family with like, oh, they're always going to be there. But even subconsciously, that probably still stays there. Does that make sense? Like that's the caretaker. Oh, yeah. They're always going to be there. They can just be my punching bag. And you're like, hi, I'm emotionally exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like it's it's her only grandchild that's left, yeah. you know, being here and taking care of her. But yet, you know, you know, I'm stupid and I'm wrong and nothing I say and all my suggestions and all my guidances are, are immediately pushed back against for no reason. It mm-hmm. freaking sucks. And meanwhile, she can't she can barely form a sentence without forgetting words. She forgets her children's names. She forgets her husband's name. Like this is all like a daily ongoing thing which is super hard oh, yeah God, so yeah. my uncle person number two um my uncle um who's only about 15 years older than me has cancer so that's one reason i really came out is because he's no longer really capable he is right now because he's going through a really good phase of the cancer so he has um it in several areas liver stomach and I think some place in his intestine oh, uh, that spread from his colon. He beat it. He beat cancer several years ago. And we're like, okay, cross our fingers. Well, came back and he's on chemo now, but he, you know, he can't watch after his mother, nor should he be expected to, nor whatever. But because of the nature of my grandmother, she's already made some enemies of the family, um, i.e., you know, his wife, my uncle's wife. Like, they don't mm. like each other for legitimate reasons <laughs> she's yeah, a yeah. like a difficult person to work with um but uh you know she's there and my mother reason number three um is in a nursing home just two miles up the road here with multiple sclerosis uh so yeah i'm basically now the overseer of three people's health my own my grandmother and my mother so, yeah, real light, easy, fluffy yeah. stuff. Yeah, especially with everything yeah. else going on in the world. It's an easy situation you're living, basically, right now, in oh, all yes. senses. So, yeah. it's just a smooth, it feels like a vacation, you know, in the sun. <laughs> I, I'm, in the, I'm on the beach, just relaxing. You know, things are being brought to me. I don't have to lift a finger or, or even remember anything. I don't have to keep a schedule or uh, call any doctor. No or, responsibilities. Or watch no responsibilities. Medic- Ah, the bills will get paid. They'll pay themselves. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so real life. Well, I haven't even. I haven't seen my mother in like three months. Oh wow! Yeah, a, because of everything going on. Yeah. Yeah, they they locked that shit down. They they said no 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 in or out. There's no admittances. Um, there's no one. No, I couldn't send her flowers on Mother's Day. I sent her flowers on Mother's Day, and the hospital calls me. So they're like, oh, we can't have th- your flowers come into the wow. hospital so it's yeah. great great mm, so yeah. i gave them to my grandmother <laughs> humor is a way that chafin copes that's some, something that chafin and i have in common we cope with humor oh yeah that is oh, yeah. how I, we deal with these things that are fucked up that happen in life yeah 
And uh, we have yep, some yep, other, yep. other coping mechanisms here and there. We're not totally in shambles as humans. I think we have some ways where we uh, manage yeah. to stay healthy in kind of an unhealthy moment. You know? Yeah. yeah. Self-care. Self-care is huge. Self-care is really huge. It's very important. You know? Yeah. I've been That's tra- one thing Natalie has taught me is self-care. Like I have to take care of myself first and then I can take care of. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the oxygen the- mask. Yeah, they teach us about that when you're when you go through like postpartum issues. I, I went through postpartum depression. Everybody, hi. That's another that's another overshare for another time. But just to touch on it briefly, they teach you that uh, you have to think about the oxygen mask and that you would always put the oxygen mask on before yourself before you put it on you know your child yep. on someone else. So the idea is to put yourself first and take care of yourself. Otherwise, you are no good to the many people who you would like to help. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what kind of stuff are you doing to stay healthy, Shafin, in this world, in this quarantine Oh, what am world? I doing to stay healthy? I am, um, it's a, it's a, it's an uphill battle, that's for sure. But, um, discipline is the principle that I'm trying to apply to my life. So I try to wake up at the same time every day, uh, which is about six o'clock, um, have coffee, um, check any kind of notifications or emails, and then get to work. I'll do this. I will work outside. I have the luxury of living on some land where I'm growing a garden. I have corn, tomatoes, dill, cucumbers, watermelon, orange watermelon, um, 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 marigolds, which are kind of dying right now, uh, three kinds of sunflowers, purple, red, and yellow. Um, so that keeps me busy. Yeah, plants are a good one. Yeah, it's about an acre garden, so... Nice. That's nice. Yeah, good, modest, like, enough to probably... I'll definitely have to give away some food. So that keeps me some sun on my skin, which is nice, which helps my depression, which is the real thing that I'm battling, is the depression and uh, gluten-free. I'm staying gluten-free, which is definitely helping depression and all that crap. Yeah. Yeah, just minding minding your diet, keeping yourself on a healthy routine. I get that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I get the I get the plants too. I have also, I kind of went crazy with the plants personally during quarantine. I had like I started. I think I started quarantine with like four plants, and now I have like twenty five plants or something like that. It's very sane. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are edible stuff. Like I've got like cilantro and basil and um, like some parsley and arugula. Uh, but it's mostly, you know, succulents and cacti and some tro- a couple of like little sort of tropical type plants, you know, philodendron, stuff like that. So I mm. I enjoy them. They bring me a lot of zen. It kind of I think the cool thing about the plants, I don't know if you agree with this, is like that it kind of helps to mark the passage of time when you're growing things because you lose all sense oh, of time yeah. when you're trapped inside like this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing them sprout and water and then little blooms and blossoms yes. and their first little leaves yes. and then they get big yeah, it's yeah. So great. you have to repot them in my case you know there's like steps to mark like oh they're getting so much bigger this is so great yeah. you're pruning them yeah. and yeah it's uh it's cool it's satisfying i think i got it a little bit from my dad my dad was really into plants but he was not very analytical about it he was just kind of like oh you know this is 
how much water it needs and this is where it likes the amount of light that it's getting i tried to ask him like what kind of plant it was or what kind of soil it liked and he was just had no idea i'm like way over analytical about my plants i'm like checking the ph balance <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i'm like measuring the light candles how many hours a day of light it's getting <laughs> exactly how many lumens yes exactly eastward side exactly as opposed to the westward side and if the wind is blowing northwesterly well exactly how much moisture is being evaporated from the surface of the oil yeah, in relation to the that's me that's me trying to relax with gardening right there <laughs> that's tiana's brain trying to relax never have guessed that about you tiana um that was a lie it's a shock you know what I was not prepared for with the plants at all that became a thing? Because, of course, when you're trapped inside, first of all, I have to say, you can either be, like, the worst plant caretaker or, like, the best plant caretaker. Because you're either, like, carefully measuring and logging everything or you're just, like, absolutely smothering it with, like, your human love and need right. your need to, like, let something out somewhere. And the poor plant right. just wants to, like, photosynthesize and you're just like, how about some more water? And you're, like, drowning it. Yeah. You know? I have loved a plant so much that I turned its color to yellow. Um, and then I learned I was loving it too much. Mm-hmm. See, if humans, only we could humans see are people more turn yellow. Humans are more resilient to our overlove. I've learned that overloving a plant, it does not just pick up and leave you. It just dies. It just dies. Yeah. If only people would afford us the same luxury. <laughs> 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 Terrible. Terrible but accurate. Uh, uh, well, it's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> oh my god. Mother wasn't over. But I do. It was an overshare. Too. That's what you're here for. But I, I so so the overwatering issue led to the thing that I was not prepared for, which is the house plant gnats. Those fungus gnats. Oh, I got those bad. I got a bad fungus oh, gnat yeah. issue for a while. Oh, I was vastly outnumbered by the gnats, Shafin. I had to go on like a Trump. whole thing where i figured Gross. out how to attack the gnats you know it was like an offensive i had to research my enemy what's that yeah, and like people like even three feet away are just watching you like swat at thin air thinking you're like losing your mind and going crazy <laughs> and hallucinating because no unless you're right in front of that you can't see that shit that's so true like swatting at thin air this is, is she okay uh, did she overdose on her medication again? That's you know, true. Like, again. you can't. <laughs> That's Are you true. setting little traps here? Like, you can set like a, you cut a yeah. bottle and then you put the bottle down inside wine or something I've like that. And then they stuff. fly inside. Oh my God. So I started with like little cups of just like apple cider vinegar with like some dish soaps that they get stuck in there. And that was doing okay. I was catching like a few of them casually. And then I got this thing called the catchy. The catchy is, I'm just going to shamelessly plug. It's a, uh, it's from Amazon and it's like a little bug trap that has like a UV light on top with a fan. So the bugs get attracted, the gnats get attracted, and then they get sucked in and get stuck to this little sticky pad underneath. So that thing's pretty cool. That catches like a lot. And then there are sticky pads you actually put into the soil. And those sticky pads, go. Yeah. those those are catching like casually catching like 100 gnats a day. It's disgusting. So there's like, yes, um. Yes, it's been inoffensive. Oh, and you'll enjoy this one. You know what else works well for the for the gnats is I found out there's a thing called mosquito bits. Um, say that again. Mosquito what? Bits. Mosquito bits. Right. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, it's like the worst cereal commercial ever from like the 1950s. Like, gather around, kids. Who wants some mosquito bits? And all the kids are just like, no. I was I was thinking mosquito. 
mosquitoes naughty bits and there was some sort of mosquito strip club happening oh there's that too see both our brains go into very random places very random yes. places with the mosquito bits but apparently bits. apparently the mosquito bits is not there's not something that you would want to have do a lap dance upon you nor are the mosquito bits no. something that you would want to eat because apparently according to the instructions if they touch your skin you need to flush generously with water so oh I my guess god they just look like I've, wood chips. They just look like wood chips to me. So I would assume that there's something dark and evil happening inside of those wood chips that kills gnats and mosquitoes. So in the spirit of overshare, um, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever gotten bitten by a mosquito in your bits? Oh, no. Lord, no. No. I have. Really? Oh, boy. Oh, well, so jealous. It, um, yeah, it was, it was a nice summer evening warm the water was warm mm -hmm. this is in richmond virginia mm -hmm. uh, there was a a lake that was warmed by a power plant yeah. romantic uh it's wonderful and uh you know it's private it's dark there's things happening and uh you know you let things loose that you know normally would sure. like free the nipple but not a nipple it's a penis <laughs> okay and i got I got bit by a mosquito, two of them. It could have been the same mosquito. But I would like maybe he came out back for more. It was the same mosquito because that would mean it came back. Oh yeah. Wanted mm -hmm. more. That's what I'm saying. Like you really liked it. My brain like at least it wanted more. Uh so I was I was bit on on my man bits and it itched and the dance that commenced as it started to swell <laughs> oh okay not not my bits but my bite yes the bite on the bits yeah the, the, the bite on the bits the bits bite and and the it, it looked like a cross between i was doing the twist and i had to pee Ooh, like the pee pee dance mm -hmm. and the twist mm -hmm. it was it. like that i mean i, I could kind of scratch it but then you can't scratch too much no. because it's not skin on your elbow or your oh, arm no <laughs> for those of you who haven't encountered a penis it, it's a different kind of skin True. um yep it is I, I don't know if this is oversharing or a science lesson i'm confused it could be but both. I, I i i don't yeah i don't recommend getting bit on your bits by a mosquito bite no, yeah. that doesn't sound good basically and those were my favorite excerpts from my conversation with Mr. Shafina, who I always enjoy talking to, so I hope that was enjoyable for you as well. And I hope that you got a little bit of information about how we all stay sane during very trying times, because I know all of you who are listening right now are going through a difficult time. Who isn't, right? So it's always nice to know that we are all together, that uh, we're in this together, and that we can all share ways that we stay healthy and that we stay on top of our mental health during all of this, because that is very importante. All right, guys, so that's my bit of wisdom for the week. I hope you all enjoyed. Please stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to talk a little bit about being a terrible person. Yes, you heard me. You, me, all of us, terrible people. The things we find amusing, the things we find entertaining, you know, the most base part of humanity that is, well, disgusting. We'll talk a little bit about that next week. And I have someone very qualified t coming on to talk about what a terrible person I am, my best friend Brittany, who has known me since I was very young. So, and she herself partakes in being a terrible person from time to time. So, there's safety in number, folks. Safety in numbers. 
All right, band together out there. In the meantime, until that next episode, please all take care of yourselves and take care of each other. This has been Overshare. I have been Tiana. That has been Jeffrey. And we have overshared. Please remember that love always wins. Bye, guys.